ESPN Daily is presented by YouTube TV. Try it free today at youtube.com slash NBA 23. New users only. Terms apply. Cancel anytime. It's Ron Davenport. We're both New Yorkers. Uh, although, granted, I'm a few years older. I can see that. Uh, but we were both watching the NFL as young people in the 1980s. And one of the enduring images for me is Mark Bavaro the Giants' all-pro tight end. Monday night football in the 1986 season, which would end with the Giants winning Super Bowl XXI, dragging the whole San Francisco 49ers team down the field. Over the middle to Bavaro, and the tight end fights his way inside the 30, and a single effort to the 18-yard line, a solitary effort by Bavaro who made some 12 extra yards totally on his own. This is classic and vintage Bavaro. This is what he does the best. He is just one tough cookie. That was kind of the exception for tight ends in that era. Sure, there were some great ones who were excellent pass catchers, offensive weapons. Of course, Kellen Winslow and Todd Christensen, Ozzie Newsome, Bavaro himself. We could go on, but it was still a position at which the blocking was more important than the pass catching. You study the position now. How has it evolved? It's actually flip-flop. The big, burly tight end is something of the past. Now you're seeing these guys who are, in essence, just big wide receivers. Here's one downfield, and the tight end, what a throw, what a catch. Touchdown, Raiders. That was a thing of beauty. 35 yards to Darren Waller. And he can really run, as you can tell. And he essentially is a wide receiver. That's what he came into the league as. Baltimore's the one who changed him to a tight end. These are guys that can run routes just as well as most receivers. And I think that's where the position has kind of evolved to where they're big-time playmakers. But there are some who can still block. But the emphasis is not as much on it. And that combination, the size, the speed, the athleticism, the hands, I mean, it's a different universe from what we're talking about, even in the era of greats like John Mackey and Mike Ditka in the 60s. The guy that really, for me, in my opinion, turned things over to where it is now is Shannon Sharp. Good time for Gracie going deep, wide open Sharp with his second touchdown today. If you remember him lining up flex in between the, the receiver and the tackle, and he's running routes, but he also was in line and blocked. You go back to that win that the Ravens had over the Raiders in, in the AFC Championship game. This was, what, 2000? Dilfer from his end zone, over the middle. That's complete. Shannon Sharp, room to run. Sharp to the 40, to the 30 going to make it to the end zone for the touchdown. It was an eight-yard pass. He took it 90 yards for a touchdown. Five receptions for Shannon Sharp this postseason, three of them for 50 or more yards. You didn't used to see that type of production, that, that type of playmaking from the, from the position. So it's a lot different now. So, Teron, you cover the NFL here at ESPN. You're in the Nashville area. You're focusing on the Titans, but not exclusively reporting on the Titans. 
being in Nashville, you had the opportunity to attend a special event in the summer of 2021, which tells us a lot about the evolution and the importance of the tight end in today's game. Tell us about that event. Yeah, absolutely, Jeremy. It's called Tight End University. And that first one was held at Lipscomb Academy, which is a high-end high school out here in Nashville. And George Kittle, he lives in Nashville during the offseason. He, along with Greg Olson and uh, Travis Kelsey, they came together and they said, you know, our position is unique. And you see other groups coming together, having summits, pass rushing summits. You see them having pass blocking summits. So they said, well, you know what? We're going to have one of these for our own position and share the different things that allows each of them to be successful. I figured if you put George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, Greg Olson, and Darren Waller in the same room, what NFL Titans not going to want to be a part of that? School is out. Summer is underway. But for dozens of tight ends in the NFL, it's time for summer school. Because for the third straight year, Tight End University is now in session in Nashville. And it's happening as we speak. It's an off-season trade event of sorts, a kind of Davos for the Gronkowski set and the brainchild of 49ers tight end George Kittle. So today, a tight end masterclass. NFL reporter Teron Davenport stops by and shares how its curriculum explains how the position is changing the NFL. I'm Jeremy Schaaf. It's Wednesday, June 21st. This is ESPN Daily. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tron, uh, the third edition, the third class, I guess, if you want to put that way, at Tight End University uh, is now taking place. You were there a couple of years ago for the first one. <laughs> what did you see up close? I remember it was it was May of, of 2021. And I had connected with Jeremy Holt, who actually is one of the primary trainers there. He works with George Kittle here in Nashville during the offseason. And he had told me that there was something coming. If I'm a camper at Tight End University, I guess, you know, since it's a university, I should say a student. Whether I'm an undergraduate student, I'm a graduate student, uh, I'm there as a TA. You know, what's what's a day look like? When I was there, they all checked in. They had warm-ups. They paired up. And 
it's literally a conversation. It's, hey, in this situation, what would you do? And then they're actually enacting it. And then they, they come together in groups, and that's when Greg Olson, he'll go through different things. And then George Kittle steps up, and he goes through, mostly it's, it's about the releases. Be aggressive and attack these guys, because if you're going against someone that's passive in football, your aggressive mindset will murder people. And then you have Travis Kelsey just absolutely dissecting the top of the route. It's your creativity. We're the artists. At the end of the day, if we're Picasso and the ears on the nose, you know what I mean? If it's long as that motherfucker you're looking at, it like, oh, that's a human. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm open, baby. So, Teron, you know, just the general concept, it's not only tight ends who do this, right? There are other positions where they have these summits, basically, these Correct. camps, academies. You know, you can understand when it's scientists coming together to do this or experts in a certain field. But these guys compete against each other. They're mm. competing for a finite number of slots. What are there, 80 tight ends in the NFL? Something like that. So why would the guys who are at the top of the game let anyone approach the Citadel? Not only approach the Citadel, but give them firepower as they approach it to knock them off their pedestals. I think it's a matter of back and forth, right? So if I'm Travis Kelsey and I want to become a better blocker, you're doing right. I will absolutely be willing to meet with Gronkowski to, to help me get better. You know, if I'm George Kittle and I want to become a better route runner, hey, Travis, let's let's talk. I, I need some of those tips, you, you know, and I think that's really what it comes down to, just the willingness to allow each other to make each other better. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of old school on this. I can't see Mark <laughs> Bavaro and Keith Jackson, you know, getting together yeah. <laughs> in 1988 and saying, hey, you tell me your secret. I mean, Bill Parcells, he would have freaked out. No, you're right. You're, you're right. But it's a different era. This, these are different athletes. And even look in the NBA, right? You, you got guys who are buddies and shaking hands uh, on the court in the middle of a game and stuff like that. We didn't see that coming up, right? You know, Anthony Mason wasn't shaking hands with, with anybody else. It's a different grade of athlete now. Like their uh, mentality, their approach is different. It's not enemies uh, as much anymore. Teron, we've been talking about some of the stars, the guys who are going to the Hall of Fame, the guys who are getting, you know, the huge, massive contracts. But the vast majority of the students at tight end university are not those guys. Why are they there? What are they getting out of it? How have you seen the lessons that they took there applied in the last couple of years? There's a guy by the name of Jordan Matthews, and he was always like a big slot receiver. And he was fairly productive early in, in his career with the Eagles, had a knee injury. And then he, he came back from that and he said, well, you know what? I'm going to add a little bit more weight and I'm going to become a tight end. And this is a great opportunity for a guy like him who had never literally played the position to go out there and see the movements and the different things that are required to play like a tight end. It, what better way to learn the position than from a group of the best in the world at that position you're looking to transfer to? So it, there's opportunities like that, and I think that's a big-time thing. And, and Matthews was able to you know, make that transition and become a tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. He was on their practice squad, and uh, you know he's a guy that, that – Lasted, what, two more years, you know, at the tight end position with the 49ers. So the transition went smoothly for him. 
it sounds to me, Tron, after all of this, what you're saying is that even though Tim Tebow declined to become a tight end <laughs> when he ran into a wall at quarterback, the position is recovered. The position is definitely recovering. Uh, you know, Tim Tebow, he had a little stint with our Mets as well. So, yes, uh, I mean, did. I guess. I saw him uh, play double A. Did you really? <laughs> I did in Hartford. Yeah. When he was playing yeah. for Binghamton. Great guy. Yeah. The position is definitely, it's it's back. And it's, I think it's as big as ever. Yeah. W- one of the things that's intriguing about this, Teron, is that there's all this coaching going on, but there are no coaches. Yeah. It, it's a different environment. You know, and I I think when you have no coaches there, there's no overstriving to impress someone who will dictate your playing time. There's the more willingness to be vulnerable, right? When you're among Mm -hmm. your peers, if there's something you don't know, it's a lot easier to ask that question because there's not going to be judgment. Yeah. Okay, after the break, we dive into the mind behind Tight End University. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Delicious, meat nutritious, in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Look, in the old days, right, it was different. You know, there wasn't the same kind of free agency. There wasn't the same kind of agency period for players. And you were kind of, uh, linked to your team more permanently. Mm-hmm. And there was less um, camaraderie and it was less collegial in many ways among players from different teams. But now this is representative of something else. It's how players now consider themselves members of a fraternity and they're all brothers. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to what we said about the different mindset where you don't have the enemies. You hit it right on the head. You're all brothers and you're just looking to help each other out. And with that fraternity, it even goes within positions. And I think, you know, you look at George Kittle, he started National Tight Ends Day and that just further makes it kind of like a a a fret. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did you say National Tight Ends Day, Teron? Yes. 
country that already has a National Avocado Day, a National Calendar Day, and a National Water Balloon Day, 49ers tight end George Kittle has added a distinctly new American celebration. I feel like, in my opinion, tight ends are more important than water balloons. So I feel like tight ends should have their own national holiday. And I think the last Sunday in October sounds like a great day to have that. That's really what this whole tight end university started from. From National Tight End Day? You know, he and that's that's really the, the fraternity side of it. They National Tight End Day. I, I mean, they he would have T-shirts printed. I remember 2020, Jonu Smith, when he was with the Titans, I remember he had this T-shirt on. And I'm like, what the heck? These are very limited edition, actually. Uh, I know a guy. That's how I got this. Just, you know, letting people know it's National Tight End Day. Oh, yeah. Kittle sent it to me, man. Today's <laughs> National Tight Ends Day. So that's... Wait, uh, wait, when is it? It's it's in October? I, is that I right? want to say it's in October. I want to say the third Sunday. Actually, Toronto, our intrepid producers have just informed me that it is actually the fourth Sunday in October, which I guess could coincide every once in a while with Halloween. But don't you think it's strange that, you know, it's a Sunday in the fall. If I were a tight end, I'd want my national day to fall on a date that I don't have to work. Isn't that the point of a holiday? Not working? But I will combat you with this. <laughs> I would pick a Sunday because you could go to your quarterback like, hey, look, man, today is National Tight Ends Day, so make sure I get to shine. That's a very good point. And you know what you know what happens? The more you shine, the more money in the <laughs> pocket they eh? Well said. Well played. So um <laughs> National Tight End Day. I'm sure there's some kind of, you know, tight end reality series coming along, you know, that's Kittle's brainchild. Tight end university. It's like he's lobbying Congress for a, an amendment to the Constitution <laughs> or something about tight ends. Why why is he the right guy to be the face of the 21st century tight end. Oh, man, I think he means everything to the position. And, you know, you look at the 49ers, right? They've had a history of awesome tight ends. Vernon Davis before him. Brent and, Jones. Uh, Brent Jones. You know, Brent there's Jones so many. John Frank in the 80s, John, right? Yeah. But it, it, if you look, so I mentioned those guys because none of them have done what George Kittle was able to do as far as having 1,500 yards receiving. And I think what, what he's done has really, and along with Kelsey, but they've really put the, the stat side of things to, to the tight end position, the ability to put up huge numbers that will hold weight even against most receivers. He seems like a guy in the Gronk vein in some ways uh, who likes to have his fun. Yes. Look at those two guys, Nick Bosa, George Kittle. If the 49ers are good. Oh, we see you, have... George. <laughs> we, we see you. National tight end day, baby. It's a holiday. Tight ends all over the league are scoring touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. He does like to have his fun. And I think, you know, when you look at a guy who is actually involved with wrestling, you know, how many... <laughs> Athletes, do you see crossing over to that? Well, that's a George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not sure how wise that was. Good. 
Good, this is what we need. And look at McAfee. McAfee's got the official distracted in the ring. No idea that Kittle just took out this. So he's such a colorful character. He does all the, the different commercials and things like that. So he's the perfect guy, in my opinion, because he sells that position. He influxes personality to it. Speaking of Kittle, what's in the water in Iowa City? Yeah, man, I, you know, that's a that's a good question because you got Noah Fant who who came out. Uh, Hawkinson. I mean, Sam LaPorter is a guy that I really like this year. Hawkeyes. Yeah, they they have something going. Uh, and it's funny because none of them put up huge numbers at Iowa, but then they get to the league and it's like, wow. Look, National Tight Ends Day is nice. Getting a degree from Tight End University, I'm sure, is nice. Diploma looks good on anybody's wall. But we know what really matters. And in the realm of compensation, I mean, tight ends are getting paid. Yes, they are. They are. You see big-time contracts. And I think that's another goal here is to have each guy get better. So that way, when it's time to sign their deal, they're setting the floor for the next guy. So it's all a part of the, the fraternity, right? We all get money together. I think that's the approach. You're in a day and age now where you have tight ends who are getting similar money to, to wide receivers. So that lets you know right there the way things have completely changed. A golden age for tight ends. Teron Davenport, thanks so much. Thank you. I'm Jeremy Schaap. This has been ESPN Daily. We'll talk to you tomorrow.